A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is what has been an absolute game-changer for myself and for the practice that I'm in right now. As we age, the fat pad on the bottom of our feet, it tends to wear down. And the more you're on a heel or something like that, the more you're up on the ball of that. And you have fat pad degeneration. And it's very easy to fix now because the fat pad fillers incorporate within the existing fat that's already in our feet. So it forms a nice matrix in the bottom of our feet. So every step you take down, it doesn't, it doesn't squish out. It incorporates within our existing fat cells. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Kirby. Did yes. you know people are getting fillers in their feet? I did not know this until I got a pitch about it in my inbox. Why? I, I didn't either. And now I feel like we're experts in aesthetic treatments for your feet because we have a very special guest named Dr. Brad Schaefer on the podcast today. Dr. Brad Schaefer is a renowned podiatrist and the star of a TLC show called My Feet Are Killing Me. Have you ever watched a show, Kirby? No, I first saw this show on TikTok. I'm pretty sure TLC was promoting it, and I became instantly obsessed. If you are into Dr. Pimple Popper, if you're into those videos where people remove ingrown hairs, medical <laughs> medical pedicures where they're like sanding off people's skin in insane ways, this is the show for you you will love this i love that it's on so late because it's almost like (laughs) like after hours (laughs) yeah but it's like the content is too graphic or it's like adult uh, content that it needs to be like uh, i think he said it was on at like 10 o'clock or whatever after dr pimple popper yep um but yes it's like one of those things where you like can't look away like you just need you need to watch it it's a lot. Yes. And we don't talk a lot about feet on this podcast. It's not something – I mean, can I just tell you that I've been doing something crazy, Sarah? I've been doing something crazy with my feet. Like, your your jaw is going to drop when I tell you what I am doing with my feet at night before I go to bed. Are you giving them, like, a facial? Uh, of sorts. Of sorts. Uh, a footshul, if you will. Um, no. <laughs> I – so remember that giant vat of La Mer that we were gifted yep. in 2018? Mm-hmm. Okay, that so has been now like, like definitely like done. cannot be used on your face, but no, you can, but you can't toss it. I will never get rid of this thing. Okay, I will use every last drop, but I was not able to get through it fast enough. Clearly, same. I have since opened a smaller jar for my face. Thank you very much. Um, but I literally have this vat of La Mer sitting on my nightstand with my name encrusted in Swarovski crystals and I put it on my MFing feet at night. Can I tell you, first of all, bouge, bougie. 
Bouge. The pr- pr- privileged. 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 But my feet... I don't feel like I need pedicures anymore. Like my feet, like change my toenails, paint my toenails, but don't worry about my feet. Are you putting like a a sock over it? Like at night? Like you're... Yes, I am, Sarah. The skim socks. Thank you very much. Little slouchy skim socks. You don't wake up in the middle of the night with like your socks off your feet though? Oh, no. I do. Okay. I do. Okay. Isn't that weird that we do that? Yeah. We're like, get off of my feet. (laughs) Yeah. But then it like helps to like... You know, lock in the moisture in the first, you know, few hours I keep it on. Anyways, it's super emollient. So, like, let's say you're crazy and you did not finish your La Mer vat. How is not. anybody reasonably supposed to get through that? No one like, did. I was too even much. sharing it with my sister. Like, she would bring her own little La Mer jar and I would <laughs> scoop it in. Scoop it in and there? I, yeah. And, like, I still couldn't get through it. I was using it on my, like, bump when I was pregnant. Could mm-hmm. not finish it. So now I will also be following suit. Thank you for the advice. Yeah, it's like we don't want to be wasteful, right? So I'm putting it on my hands and my feet and just letting them luxuriate. It's emollient as hell and it's it's it feels good. It feels good. And I give myself a little foot massage when I do it. I'm oh, like, Ooh, lovely. Okay. Lovely. Yeah, um, me time. I feel like that's like a tip. I can't remember what derm or esthetician, but like if you're using – uh, or if you, you have been using a product for your face, like a moisturizer, and you like it doesn't work for your face, or if you're like, you know, it's expired and you don't want to toss it out, you can use it on your hands and your feet, you guys. Yes. Don't don't waste if you don't, don't have to. Um, anyways, so all that being said, we just talked a lot about feet, and now we have <laughs> Dr. Brad, and he's coming on, or he's, and he's on the podcast to – Answer all of our foot questions. Like we're we're talking about like medical pedicures, like what that entails. I am dying to get a medical pedicure. Oh my god, same. I don't know where you can get them done in LA. I know. We need to find a podiatrist that we trust here and then go get them done together. But I really want one. He is gonna talk about the different accoutrements and modalities <laughs> available for your feet. Lasers for your feet. Lasers for your feet. And it's not even for cosmetic reasons, y'all. No. I think maybe you read the title of this podcast and thought, like, why would I why would I care what my feet look like? And that's totally valid. We I have not thought about the way my feet look in a very long time, uh, outside of getting them my toenails painted. But in this case, there are different reasons why people are getting filler in their feet. Um, to help with actually, you know, your the way you stand, the way your feet mm-hmm. feel. To help with pain, um, ingrown toenails, fungus. He talks a lot about fungus. Yeah. I'm guessing he deals with a lot of fungus patients. Yep. I think that fun- the fungus and then he's also going to talk about Botox and like how people have hyperhidrosis in their feet. Um, yep. It's Yeah. Like he goes all in, you guys. So if you are interested in learning about all of these in- in aesthetic tr- treatments that you can get for your feet – or are just like curious how you can like achieve healthy, sexy feet like Kirby has now. Are they sexy because they're, they're slothed in La Mer? Or are they sexy because they're just softer? I don't know. I think maybe both. a combo. Absolutely both. Maybe yeah. a combo. Anyways, y'all, um, Dr. Brad, you can watch him each Wednesday on TLC on My Feet Are Killing Me. Check it out. I, I swear, like, 
if you if you're on TikTok, you're gonna love this show. Like end of story. There's just no other way around it. Yeah. Um, we will be back on Tuesday with a fresh beauty news episode, and we will talk to you then. Kirby, I cannot believe we have never had an episode on feet. I know. It's wild. We all have them, most of us, most of our listeners. And honestly, we have not been giving them enough love, especially for all that they do for us. Agreed. So I am very happy. Kirby is very happy to have on the one and only Dr. Brad Schaefer, who is going to be an expert in all things feet. He is the star of TLC's My Feet Are Killing Me. And he is the TikTok foot doc. Yes. So he's going to educate us and tell us how we are going to get sexy, healthy feet. Welcome, Dr. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Kirby. Happy to be here. Congratulations on the podcast. It's awesome. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. So we usually kick off every episode with what's on your face, but Dr. Brad, we want to know what's on your feet. What's on my feet right now are Hoka running shoes, and I absolutely adore them. They're fantastic for just overall foot health, walking, running, and working out. But what's in the running shoes is more important. I always find custom orthotics to be a gold standard for everyone, whether you're working out or just walking on the street. I truly love even just going and getting a Dr. Scholl's insert. You can go stand on those machines in CVS or Walmart, and they're absolutely amazing and keep our foot in a fantastic position so we don't get aches and pains throughout the day. But you can go to your podiatrist and get custom fit ones too, but definitely supporting your feet properly is rule number one. Other things that I do for the feet is, you know, you got to check them out every now and then. Keep those puppies moisturized, you know? So our feet need some love too, just like our face. So as much as we exfoliate and put moisturizer on our face, the foot needs it too. Wow. Okay. I love this. I love this. I want to ask you about the Hoka shoes because I feel like if you Google anything about support for your feet, those are the shoes that are highly recommended. Why does everybody love them so much? Okay, well, can I just chime in? Kirby knows this. I'm like a devout Nike girl. Like I'm a Pegasus girl. Like I'm a runner. But I love my Hoka's so much. I don't need to break them in ever. I never get like plantar fasciitis when I'm training for runs if I'm running in my Hoka's. And honestly, they're really cute. Well, I agree that they're very cute also. (laughs) But I wasn't going to exactly there. I just feel that they're a very stable shoe to have and own. I used to like, you know, Brooks and Asics, and I still think they're absolutely amazing. And I still work out in those all the time. But I've been walking around the office and standing in surgery for long hours. And I just think Hoka really fits the bill. I mean, they just have a nice curve to them, fits my arch perfectly, and just feels like I'm walking on air around the office. So I just think they're a structurally stable shoe. Totally. That is 
what we needed to hear. And they're cute. <laughs> they're so cute. Kirby, I feel like we need to get you a pair because I think that they would help your quote unquote bad knees while you can't run. Wow. Wow. You're bringing up my bad knees <laughs> on the podcast in front of Dr. Brad. We don't need to go there, but yes, I'm going to definitely pick up some Hoka's now, uh, especially with this glowing recommendation from Dr. Brad. And Dr. Scholl's inserts. Yes, the Dr. Scholl's inserts. Yeah. I'm like going to be running to go get those after this. So you played baseball in college? Yes, I did. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I have a baseball family. My uncle played professional baseball for 20 plus years. He was a major league pitcher. Oh, sick. So I understand the rigor that goes into college baseball and training. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of wear and tear on your feet, for sure. How did that transfer into you now getting into podiatry? So that's a great question. And yeah, it takes a lot of dedication for an athlete, especially a collegiate athlete. And then I can't even imagine a pro athlete like that. So that's amazing. I grew up just being extremely active and played all types of sports. So many injuries throughout my life. I was also a soccer player. So all those years of wear and tear on my lower body really led me to doctors and searching for answers and shoe gear and how I can really just maintain proper foot health. What I didn't know was that there was a doctor specifically designated for feet, which is called a podiatrist. I always just thought podiatrists clipped nails, treated fungus and the occasional wart, things like that. But podiatry is absolutely amazing and it's blowing up. You know, with this TV show, My Feet Are Killing Me, it's really showcasing that people out there every day deal with these crazy foot problems, podiatrists are the ones that treat them. And you don't have to go down the road to an orthopedic surgeon. Podiatry is streamlined into this foot health world. And that's what we're here for. And we're really good at it. I have a question that's not on this list. So if you can believe this, I've broken both of my pinky toes. Both happened in high school. And it was like just me being clumsy. Like one time I just ran into a desk like I was wearing sandals and my toe just like, yeah. And when you go to the doctor and you're mm. like, oh, something happened, they're like, yeah, it's broken. But like you can't really do anything about it. You just have to kind of like wrap it. Do you have a lot of people yeah. coming in with pain years later from like breaking a toe that they weren't able to get fully fixed? That's a good question. You know, I, I've been asked this a lot lately. You know, if you fracture something, it's a fracture. You need to get that taken care of. Whether it fractures in a joint or not, that can develop arthritis in the future. So it's super important, whether it be a toe, pinky toe, you need to get that looked at because it can cause arthritis down the road. And yes, I do see patients that haven't had it treated properly from jump, and then they're in my office later trying to get it fixed at that point. So yes, immediately. So then what happens though, like, let's say I came to you as your patient and I'm like, so this happened to me in high school a good 20 years ago. What, when I was 15, what would you say? Like, first of all, tisk tisk, <laughs> you should have had this figured out sooner. Like, are there any options for mm -hmm. me or is it kind of like, listen, this is going to be a journey. Buckle up. Sure. Depending on where the break or fracture is and if it's within a joint or not, there are ways that we can help you. There's regenerative medicine out there that is absolutely amazing. You can stimulate you know, the healing process of surrounding tissues. You can help with joint health so you don't develop that arthritis. If it's really bad, you, know, you can have a surgical option too. But we definitely try the conservative routes, the regenerative medicine, 
injectables and also laser therapy are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Can't wait to get into that. Okay. Dr. Brad, let's talk about the show. Transparently, Kirby and I have not watched it before, but we watch all your TikToks. I've seen the TikToks. Like that's how I became obsessed because I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. So this is the gateway into the show. But for our listeners who haven't watched yet, what is the premise of the show and how did it come about? Interestingly enough, I had no clue that there would be a market for foot and feet on TV. (laughs) So I'm very happy and surprised myself. But look, straight up, I mean, it's Dr. Pimple Popper. She forged the way. She really, you know, grew popular. She had a lot of popularity with something that's gross and you can't turn away, but you can't stop watching, you know, and she found that market. And what TLC did is, you know, they found that, they cultivated it, and then they thought, well, what else? Apparently feet were what is next. I'm just happy to be chosen to be one of those doctors to showcase that. And My Feet Are Killing Me is an amazing show. We follow Dr. Pimple Popper and all the amazing transformations that she finds and helps with, and we do the same thing with feet. We can treat everything below the knee, so we're seeing everything out there. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that just put a sock and a shoe on and they cover up the pain and embarrassment. This is a show that really showcases that you don't have to cover it up. You don't have to hide. And there are people out there that can help you now. Yeah. Can you share like one episode that we absolutely have to watch? Like talk about a patient that came to you for whatever reason. What is like a very memorable episode? You can watch one of two episodes. The first episode of the whole thing that kicked it off. Episode one, season one. Uh, He was a patient of mine from New Jersey. He basically had Guinness Book of Record style nails and calluses. I truly did not know that someone like this would just walk into my office. I mean, his nails would curl and just curl. And then the calluses were like rock marbles on the bottom of his feet. The fungus was just, abs- I mean, I'm telling you, I've never in my, in my mind thought something like this would walk in my door. And then on top of that, he had hemophilia. So treating him, if I would possibly slip once or go too deep, he would just bleed and bleed and bleed. So there, the whole world just felt like it was on my shoulders at that time treating this guy. But his before and afters came out really well, really happy with it. I still see him to this day. He's my little buddy. And then the, the, the first episode of this last season, um, a, a little Russian dude, his name is Basil. Um, he has this crazy crust on the bottom of his feet. And, you know, there were different diagnoses thrown out there. We thought it was actually this thing called tree man syndrome. And it looked like barnacles on a ship, you know. So I had no idea what it was until I took him to surgery and biopsied it and sent it to pathology. But that was crazy because I didn't know if I would get in there and there would be like ulcers or warts or pus if there would be bone right underneath the skin i mean i didn't even know so those were the two top moments that i've personally had on the show oh my gosh i remember when i first found you on tiktok the algorithm does wonders (laughs) and when i was little 
my grandmother had COPD and she was on a lot of medications that like dried out her feet. Her feet were constantly just like dry and peeling. And so what I would do, this might be disgusting. I would go over, spend time with my grandmother. I would take off her socks. I'd like peel off like the dead flakes of skin that like, you know, I knew wouldn't hurt her. And then I would like massage her feet and give her a little lotion treatment. Yeah. And then put her socks back on. Oh, that's so sweet, Kirby. And I loved it so much. So then when I saw your TikTok, Dr. Brad, I was like, oh my God, this would be my dream job when I was like 12. (laughs) Because you are changing people's lives. Like, I think it might have been Basil that I saw the TikTok of, I think, was it recently? I can't remember, but it was insane. It was recent. Yeah. It was like a three minute TikTok too. Like I was really engaged with this like before and after like what's going to happen and then the part two happened and you can tell he felt so relieved there's still a long way to go but I love what you do because it's like a like you said it's the Dr. Pimple Popper effect it's kind of gross and you're like whoa okay I've never seen something like this before or I can't believe this mm-hmm. happens to people but then when you help them it just it's like a feel-good moment you're like oh you improved their life oh thank you And it is. It's very fulfilling. You can see immediate results sometimes with feet. You know, patients can walk in in a ton of pain. And the littlest thing that you do, they can walk out with no pain. And that immediate gratification, it's so dope. So, okay. In addition to the show, you practice regularly in your office in New York. Is that right? So I just opened up a practice, yeah, on 85th Street, uh, Central Park West. 85th and Central Park West, yeah. Thank you so much, Soul Podiatry. Yeah, Soul Podiatry. <laughs> I think some people listening would probably want to know, like, are there some common things that your patients come in for that maybe we should be thinking about before we get to that point? Like, are you constantly or like commonly telling your patients, I wish that you would have come in sooner, or I wish you would have clocked this sooner because we could have helped you better or you could have prevented something? Absolutely. I'll start from the easiest thing, you know, nail and skin health, whether fungus or, you know, different types of skin ailments that we have. It's very easily treated if you go in immediately and just, you know, get a topical or a quick fix. Other than that, bunions. If you wait for your bunion to just get bananas, you know, it's going to be a big, big surgery. Plates, screws, things like that. If you come in early, that can really be taken care of with conservative measures. You know, and I show you where to get a Dr. Scholl's insert or just appropriate shoe gear. You know, that can really prevent injuries and help with the way we work out. So you're not just burning it out there and then, you know, get an injury. You know, I can show you ways to prevent that. So, yeah, from basically skin nails to bunions, bones to just overall stability with shoes. You said podiatrists help people from the knees down. What are some leg issues that you see commonly with people that we may not think about. For sure. It's mostly Achilles injuries, anything with the calf and Achilles. But as far as like just going into the ER and hospitals, everything with the ankle. So your tibia and your fibula, there's tons of ankle injuries that we see. A lot of people have ankle pain, so we can treat all of that. We don't go all the way up to the knee. We don't touch the knee, but anything below that, we're your team. 
as a podiatrist, y'all do professional pedicures, right? Like y'all offer that. Yes. Can you walk through what a professional pedicure is? On this podcast, we are very beauty focused. So we know of like the frou-frou, you go in, maybe get some stuff from underneath your toenail taken out. You might get your ingrowns kind of fixed and then you get the massage and it's painted and you're good to go. What does the professional pedicure entail? Absolutely. So it's a medical grade pedicure. You can go get a pro pedicure, you know, just down the street. Those people do that daily and they're pros. But that being said is, you know, what we really specialize in is sterilization. All of our instruments are sterilized at the highest level. You know, you're never going to walk out of here with the possibility of getting fungus or bacteria or infection. You know, everything we do is done, you know, by a doctor or a trained technician that we can rep as doctors, as medical professionals. I'm not saying that every other spa or place out there is bad. I'm not saying that. There's just no way that they're trained and they can't catch something as early as a doctor can catch it. So there's a lot of things that we could do hands-on that I would probably say that they wouldn't be as well equipped to. Okay. And then what happens during a medical? Give us the nitty gritty details. So look, it's everything from nail care to skin care. We do everything from skin peels to lasers for our nails to help and blast away any fungal elements that we have. Any things that we see that might carry bacteria, we make sure to put the patient on the appropriate medications uh, after they leave to take care of it, prevent everything like that. So it's really just everything under the hood We check and then close it back up and get you on your way. Other places, they really just give you a superficial clean. You know what I mean? I often see with medical pedicures, like it looks like a sandblaster just going in there and removing dead skin and stuff like that. Is that like a common part of the pedicure? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No doubt. That's a Dremel. So a Dremel can be used in woodworking and different things, but you know, our podiatric dremels they're used for calluses nails totally. different things like that yes. and yeah i mean that thing just goes and goes and goes it almost looks like oh, a God. sander you know i need that for my feet yeah and sometimes the dust just goes all over how much does a medical pedicure cost someone and how often do you think that people should be getting them um is it something that if you look at your feet and you're like huh this kind of seems off maybe that's when you get one or is it something you recommend to people like once or twice a year Sure. So I don't know exactly how often people do go, but as far as medical grade pedicures, you don't have to go as much as other pedicures. I always call it like your nice little tune-up, right? And you can really do that every three to six months, depending on you know how bad your feet are. It's a standard office visit. So whatever your doctor charges you or your copay is, that's what the office visit is. And if you go to doctors that are out of network, you know, then they have their own you know unique charges then too. Sarah, this is the big one. I am excited about this. I mean, we want you on this pod for many reasons, but this question we are very interested in. So we want to talk about the aesthetic treatments that you offer that are available for the feet. I didn't know that people were doing this to their feet, to be completely honest, but let's break it down. Let's first talk about Botox for the feet. 
why are people getting Botox for the feet and like who's a good candidate for Botox for the feet? Sure. So Botox for the feet has been around for a while, but not a lot of people are aware of it. So you think of the like, excessive sweating and uh, the odor that sometimes happens with sweating. Botox helps prevent hyperhidrosis, which is excessive sweating. So we do a lot of that in our practice. It's small, tiny injections throughout the foot where all of those you know, sweat glands are. A lot of people get them for under their arms. You know, and if you think what that market is and a lot of people, men, women, you know, go and do that, we do the same thing. The feet sweat just like under the armpits. It might not be as noticeable when we put a shirt on, but it is still just as frustrating. Bacteria, fungus grows in that area and you develop pain in the future. And it's a preventative measure too. And so how often are your patients getting Botox for their feet? You don't need Botox for your feet very often. So it's not like you're coming in here and getting all these crazy injections just to stop your feet from sweating a ton, right? So usually Botox in the face, you know, probably can last, you know, three to six months depending. I would say once or twice a year, you know, you can come in and get this treatment and you will be very satisfied. Okay, so when you're getting Botox in your feet, for some people imagining this, they're freaking out. They're thinking needles in my feet. Do you numb them before? Is that an option? And then where exactly are you doing the bottom of the foot, the top of the foot? Great question. Uh, and yes, it is. it can be painful if you don't numb the areas beforehand. So once you numb the proper areas, that only takes a few seconds. And then after that, the designated areas that need to be Botox you don't feel those. Got it. Amazing. Wow. I love it. Let's move on to um, fat fillers. Tell us more. Tell us everything. <laughs> this is what has been an absolute game changer for myself and for the practice that I'm in right now. So it's fairly new. It's not as old as you know Botox because Botox has been around for a while for a variety of different treatments. But Fat pad filler, if you think about it, we walk around in heels or, you know, tough wooden soles in our shoes every day. As we age, the fat pad on the bottom of our feet, it tends to wear down. And the more you're on a heel or something like that, the more you're up on the ball of that and you have fat pad degeneration. When you have that, bones essentially push through your skin and just have direct contact with the ground. So you're going to get contusions, fractures intense pain and swelling in those areas. And it's very easy to fix now because the fat pad fillers incorporate within the existing fat that's already in our feet. So it forms a nice matrix in the bottom of our feet. So every step you take down, it doesn't, it doesn't squish out. It incorporates within our existing fat cells. It's an absolute game changer. I just did one before I popped on this call. A guy had pain in the bottom of his fifth toe just because he kind of had a high arch, kind of walked on his toes like that. A little fat pad filler in that area. And he said it feels like he walks on a cloud after he leaves my office. Not after he leaves my office. It takes a little longer to incorporate. He feels immediately better. The women that we do around Central Park and in this area, because they're always on high heels and they're walking around a lot. It's been an absolute game changer. And I, ho I hope it just gets better and better because I'm loving it. I was going to ask if like this is something that athletes do. Absolutely. So if you think every time you do heel strike, 
and then you push off the big toe. You got second metatarsal, which is the second toe next to the big toe, and then you push off. So every time you push off, you're propelling yourself forward. That immediately is going to have a ton of injury if it's not cushioned or supported properly. So yes, a lot of our runners develop that second toe runner's toe, and they need a little filler under that joint to create that nice cushion effect. If you think about it, if you're running outside, you want a good running shoe that has nice support and some cushion to it, right? Patients or people out there, they're gelling, you know, they're getting those sketchers, you know, shoes to really support and have that comfort. This is injecting that comfort directly into the foot. Got it. I just wanted to clarify. So it's fat pad filler and the filler is the hyaluronic acid filler, right? It's not taking fat from one area of your body and reconstructing it somewhere else in the foot. Correct. You're not taking fat from your own body. That would be an autograph. This is an allograph. So it is from a different source that you're injecting into your body and it's incorporating in that matrix. Got it. Cool. Okay. So we have laser therapy now and you brought this up earlier laser for the toenails. Tell us about that. So we also do a lot of this in our practice too. And laser therapy treats fungus and it can also treat pain. So patients that don't want to come in and get those pesky cortisone injections and things like that, you can actually take care of inflammation, pain, swelling, stuff like that with lasers nowadays. So you come into the office, we take care of the area, bring your own blood flow to that area so your body can heal it. It's the new regenerative medicine way to treat things rather than steroids and the old school doctor methods that we used to do. Not that there's anything wrong with that, there's just better ways to treat it. As far as lasers for nails and skin and stuff, fungus is very pesky and if it lingers, it can go on all of our toenails and it can really be unsightly. So that's one thing we do with the medical grade pedicures too, is if you treat the nails, you know, before all the fungus starts to develop, you can get it right away. You don't need to get on the pills that hurt your liver. You don't need to apply something topically every single day after the shower, kill any fungus. Laser therapy is the wave of the future to take care of that. What are some ways that people get fungus? I think like sometimes there's this very narrow view like oh if you have fungus on your feet you're dirty you're not you know sanitary and that's really not the case at all what are some common culprits for getting fungus on your feet common misconception you can get fungus or bacteria from any warm moist environments that's sweaty feet like we touched on with getting botox for your feet and preventing going outside working out not changing your socks and shoes right when you get home Going around on gym floors or pools, saunas, different things like that. All of those are warm, moist environments that cultivate fungus. And it's not a dirty thing. It's just that's where fungus grows. You know, if you're not treating them or checking them, then the fungus really builds up in our body and on our nails and skin and then can create those unsightly. Is there anything that we should do after the sauna to ensure that we maybe bacteria or fungus after we leave, kind of like a checks and balances thing? Absolutely. So what I personally do is you go in in your shower shoe, you walk out, you shower, you know, soap, water, whatever. Then you go and get changed. Do not put your feet directly, you know, onto the gym floor. 
put a towel down. You can leave the gym or spa. And then when you go home, there are these things that we spray in our shoes to kill any fungus in there after a day's work or a day's activity. So that is a way to prevent all of that. We do that in our practice. We definitely recommend spraying your shoes. I spray mine every night. I don't know if you need to do that, but I have the resources to do that all the time. But I mean, every third day or so, you know, you can really kill all fungal elements and not stick your feet right back into a fungus zone. What are the things that we should spray? Like, can you give a, an example so that people can go find it if they need? For sure. One of the things that I like to use, it's called mycomist. It's basically just an antifungal spray that you put in your shoe and then you put on a top shelf because you don't want your dogs, cats, kids sniffing around in there. Mycomist is Got a it. really good okay. one. That's one we usually use in our practice. There are different ones out there, but you know, it's really like a shoe deodorizer okay. too that can help with smell, antifungal, and different companies have different elements in each one. Let's talk about nail restoration. So I've lost many a toenail during my trainings running, but I've always like let them just grow back and heal themselves. Why would someone come for like a nail restoration? And what does that entail? Great question, because we talk about this a lot on the show. If you damage your nail, you're damaging the nail matrix, right? So you always have to worry that that nail is not going to grow back properly. And a lot of times it's damaged beyond repair. If we get it early, we can remove the damaged part to allow the healthy nail to grow in so it's unobstructed. If we notice when it's growing in and it has a little bit of fungus or something, we can zap that with the laser. If the nail's truly jacked up and you want to go to the beach or something, we have this topical stuff that we put on, and it's almost like a nail lacquer. It's called Cariflex, and it formulates a really nice-looking nail so we can go to that event that we want to go to, or we can go to the beach and still look fresh. So we have a lot of options in this practice to give you that aesthetic appearance while a nail is damaged. What are your thoughts on people getting like an acrylic on their toenail as a fast fix? That's an interesting question. As a doctor, I'm going to say no, because we can do the Cariflex treatment. It's not as fast as an acrylic, but you can come in here and I can lay on a Cariflex treatment that essentially looks the exact same way and that treats the nail properly for the long run. I also understand time limits and constraints. I don't hate the game of people popping on an acrylic, but just get it off there after the event or after the beach or something so it doesn't damage the remaining nail. Okay, Dr. Brad, this is where basically like you can give people an entire regimen. If you want people to have the sexiest feet of their lives, tell us like, what's the key to sexy feet? So it's, it's basically the same thing as a sexy face. You really want to just rejuvenate and keep your skin fresh and fungus-free. In my opinion, everyone asks what exact products. Well, there's one company out there that's constantly at the top of the foot game, and you know Dr. Scholz is really good with that. So all of their products are really top of the line. So I recommend that. And they're also they're cost-effective for people. Listen, we have to moisturize. We have to exfoliate our feet. There are products out there, they're like foot masks that can really give you a nice spa grade peel 
at home. If you just go down any aisle, there's great foot peels out there. So you got to moisturize, exfoliate, get a good foot peel from time to time, maybe every three months. Go and get that medical grade pedicure from Dr. Brad on Central Park West at Soul Podiatry. I'll give you an amazing service. And then also too, every now and then get those nails checked out to make sure that there's no fungal elements growing because fungus is very, very hard to treat if it's not caught early. And last but not least, check your feet with your nice shoes and inserts that we were talking about so the rest of your body feels good because it all starts with your feet. Make sure those arches are supported. Then it's your knees, your hips, your back, and everything is in line. Love it. Yeah. It starts with the feet. It starts with the feet. Bottom up. Mm -hmm. Dr. Brad, thank you so much for spending time with us and being our expert this episode. Where can everybody find you online and your practice? It's the foundation. Cool. So on Instagram, I'm at dr.bradley. My practice is soulpodiatrynyc.com. And I'm on the corner of 85th and Central Park West in New York City. I'm getting on the TikTok game. Whoever's out there posting all of my stuff, I, I haven't had an account yet. I just got it yesterday. So Oh, we got to get you verified and get all the views going to you. Yeah, I know. I'm, I need help. I need help. Maybe TLC's posting or other people, but I need to get my own and I'll come out with some great content. TLC has an amazing presence on TikTok. And I remember it being a verified account. So I'm pretty sure it was probably TLC being like, watch our show. Like this shows it great. And here's a, a taste of it. So don't worry. It's not people just ripping you off and getting all the glory for it. <laughs> but also, Dr. Brad, tell us, tell us where can we watch the show? Like when is it on? How do we watch it? Absolutely. So I have a show on TLC. It's on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. We follow Dr. Pimple Popper. Um, and my show is called My Feet Are Killing Me. Woo! Gonna set my DVR right now. I'm so excited to finally... And it's season two, right? Season two? Yeah, we're actually on season three right now. And we're filming season four. So there will be awesome new content coming out in January, too. Amazing. Dr. Brad, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Glam Jolinos, thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to Dr. Brad... He told you exactly where to find him, but also we'll have all of his information up on our website. All of the products and treatments that he recommended will also be available there. Just remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Los Angeles Pod. Join our Facebook group, the Los Angeles Glamgelinos. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.